G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. On a Tuesday, we do like to catch up on the breaking news headlines as they're coming out of Israel and the broader Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again overnight. Back with us again today. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with quite a significant headline this morning. In Washington, the U.S. President Donald Trump has signed a proclamation that recognises Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. What's the story? At a White House meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday, President Donald Trump signed a presidential decree recognising Israel's sovereignty on the Golan Heights. Netanyahu praised Trump and compared him to great historical leaders who were lovers of Israel, such as King Cyrus, Lord Balfour, and President Truman. This is an historic day, Netanyahu said to the media. He told the dignitaries who were gathered in the Oval Office about the two decades during which Syria had fired from the Golan Heights at Israeli civilians until on two days in June 1967, Israel liberated the Golan Heights. Benjamin Netanyahu praised Trump for making the bond between America and Israel stronger and greater than ever. Netanyahu recalled Syria's attack on Israel in 1973 in an attempt to retake the Golan Heights and how Israel managed to repel it and within three weeks stood at the gates of Damascus. Netanyahu also reminisced about his own experience leading his soldiers in the snow in Syria and in the Golan Heights. Ron, before we move on from this one, your insights here, because the Golan Heights had been traditionally renowned to be Syrian territory. Uh, That's what makes this quite controversial. Well, Syria's reacted and said they won't take the uh, arrangement peacefully and will go as far as they have to to regain the territory. Uh, But I don't think they've got much of a hope there. Uh, Let's move on. A ceasefire has reportedly been reached as violence has been escalating in Gaza. How does this story look? Yeah, the Hamas Al-Aqsa Channel reported that the Egyptians have succeeded in reaching a ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian factions in the Gaza Strip. This has been extremely violent over the last 24 hours. The channel quoted an informed source as confirming that the ceasefire had been reached but did not provide further details. The Hezbollah-affiliated Al-Mayadeen channel also reported that a ceasefire has been reached and would go into effect that night. Heavy rocket barrages were fired toward communities in southern Israel Monday night after the Israeli Air Force began striking targets across the Gaza Strip. And we'll get an insight into why the Israelis retaliated as we move on. 
Well, one of the other stories that is breaking overnight, three Israeli children among the wounded from last week's Hamas rocket attack. What's this story? Yeah, this initiated the whole uh, reaction by Israel. Three children aged a year and a half and three and 12 years old were among the seven injured in a rocket attack on a residential building in central Israel. A 59-year-old woman suffered moderate blast injuries, including burns and shrapnel wounds. A 30-year-old woman was also moderately wounded by shrapnel. Uh, It caused an immediate reaction. Uh, As I said earlier, Benjamin Netanyahu was in Washington with Donald Trump. He was also scheduled to speak at an APEC meeting, but he's left America and is headed home to oversee uh, the things that are going on. And uh, it hasn't been nice. Uh, Hamas fired a J-80 rocket, which has a range of 120 kilometres. It was the third long-range rocket fire from Gaza in two weeks. And uh, Israel got to the stage where enough was enough. It is always concerning when there is this ongoing tit-for-tat uh, violence that's happening between the two peoples. Ron, the Palestinian Authority is now reportedly arresting and torturing journalists. Uh, what's this story? Yeah, when I lived in Jerusalem, it was not uncommon to have Palestinian journalists leak stories to journalists in Israel rather than suffering the consequences of reporting the stories under their own names. Now, the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank is continuing its unremitting security crackdown on Palestinian journalists, particularly on those who are not affiliated with Mahmoud Abbas's ruling Fatah faction. Journalist Hasim Nasser was recently arrested by the security forces and told his lawyer that he was physically tortured during his Uh, during his interrogation. Uh, It it hasn't been pleasant, uh, but it's been an ongoing activity, and apparently if you report something that's anti-Fatah, there's an immediate physical reaction. Okay, and uh, there's another significant story too, and it comes on the back of that huge decision of the US to move their embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now there's a number of nations that are following suit. Romania and Honduras have moved their embassies to Jerusalem. Yeah, Romanian Prime Minister Viraka Dancila says that her country intends to move its embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. She was speaking on Sunday at the APAC Pro-Israel Lobby Annual Policy Conference in Washington. She is said to have made this pledge before, but reportedly the Romanian president stood in the way of a move. Romania currently serves in the rotating position of president of the European uh, Union Council. A Romanian move of its embassy to Jerusalem would come on the heels of the U.S. decision. Dancilla also unveiled a plan to allow those who are forced out of Romania, Jewish people, to apply for citizenship. Romania will also begin the process of Holocaust reparations. We're telling you about granting special compensation and pension for Romanian Holocaust survivors. Also at the APEC event, Honduran President Juan Orlando Hernandez Alvarado 
said that his country would immediately set up a diplomatic mission in Jerusalem, serving as a branch of the embassy currently located in Rishon Lezion, a city south of Tel Aviv. The diplomatic mission is meant as an interim step as Honduras reached an agreement with the U.S. and Israel to work on the opening of an embassy in the city. Today I announced that we're going to take the first step, he said, and uh, it seems like there are still more to follow. Well, Ron Ross, always appreciate your great insights. Thank you so much for scouring the headlines overnight and giving us an update today. Uh, Breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East. And Ron, appreciate your insights. Thanks for being with us once again on 2020. My pleasure, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.